Tuesday. Okay, and secondly, I know you say the president says he's not going to outline what he w is going to do next. He wants to remain flexible, but members on the Hill say that they want to be brought into the process. So how does that mesh, the president keeping his desire of not announcing things, but folks on the Hill saying, hey, we need to be brought yeah, in? Yeah, I, I would just say, like, I mean, as I mentioned, the, the key congressional leaders and committee heads and ranking members were all uh, informed of the decision. And I think now that actions have been taken, I believe that they'll be, you know, they'll, they'll live started to have those conversations, both the Secretary of Defense, Secretary of State, National Security Advisor, the Vice President, the Chief of Staff, others have been in constant contact with congressional leaders. And, uh, and you know, I understand your desire to, to understand what's going on, but um, I, I think those are conversations that are gonna be held fairly privately uh, in terms of preserving uh, any future future action. Hey, Sean, uh, there are some reports out there that uh, there are concerns among U.S. officials that the Russians were involved in the, the chemical weapons attack. Uh, that occurred in Syria. What, what's the latest on that? What can you tell us about that? Uh, is that something that you're looking at? Yeah, I'm just going to, the, the actions that were taken were clearly against the Assad regime, and uh, I'm not going to say anything further than that. As I mentioned, just on the, the I believe Secretary Killerson noted last night um, with respect to Russia that it was a military deconfliction uh, with respect to the area of operation um, to make sure that because we're both operating, but beyond that, there was no political contact made with Moscow. Um, but I think last night sent a very clear signal. Yeah. Um, Sean, you talked about this as an evolution over these last 72 hours. Mm -hmm. Could you give a little bit of insight into the president's thinking and how that evolved? We saw publicly the statements that he made where he sort of seemed to become more taken aback by the imagery <coughs> have you by the time he, he gave that press conference with the King of Jordan. But can you talk to us privately about what his reaction was at the beginning and then how that evolved and how he got from point A to point B ultimately to, to, to launch the strike? Well, only to say, I mean, number one, I think the president's comments that he made in the Rose Garden with the King of Dalla pretty much speak for themselves with respect to the disgust that he had for the imagery that he was seeing and the, the assessments that his team was providing with respect to the innocent lives, especially the children and babies uh, that had been killed. Uh, obviously, chemicals have been used by Assad in the past, and, but you know, in his first 70 days, the president uh, was very taken by this. Um, but also, I think this was, as you mentioned correctly, this was a 72-hour evolution of receiving updates and options and refinement through additional questions that the president made uh, to come to a final decision. But, but you know, th this is once, once, once he was presented with these at 10.30 on Tuesday, uh, he began to ask a series of questions, uh, began to get additional updates and assessment as far as what happened, why it happened, and then obviously options that were available and to act. I guess the question, just, just to follow up, just the question is, you know, was there a sense of maybe skepticism at the beginning where he said, look, are you no. sure that, like, you know, right I, I spoke with him, I, I, I had an opportunity to see him initially uh, right after that, that PBD, and uh, he was uh, very moved um, and found the, the event extremely tragic. Uh, so I think from the get-go, uh, it, it was very, very um, disturbing and tragic uh, and moving to him. And, uh, and so you had a sense that he was he was there in terms of military strikes. No, I, I wouldn't say. No, again, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Just, just before we get too far, the answer is that he he had a very deliberative process of asking um, his national security team to develop options. Um, and uh, as you may know, I mean, so those options usually start with you know, zero and go all the way to 100. Um, and so there was a level of assessment 
uh, further probing and questions that the president had. And then um, ultimately, after, after days of, of refinement, uh, a decision was made. But, but that, to, I, I wouldn't want to suggest that there was any sense of, of immediate decision. That's why it, it evolved over time and took the length of time that he did. It was through a series of updates, questions, and, and further information. What, how did he see the images, John? John? So how did he see, what did he see uh, in that PVD? Did he see printed out images? Did he see video? Obviously, I can't go into what he sees in a PVD. Well, so. But how did he take in some of the images, even outside? I, I, obviously, there's beyond what, what he, the information that he gets in his PVD, uh, there were very clear um, images that were available um, online, in newspapers, and on television that everyone in the world could see. Was he seeing those too? I'm sorry? He was seeing those too in the public images that were out there? Oh, absolutely. Sean. Thanks, Sean. Um, as part of this 72-hour uh, evolution, does the president now believe Assad needs to leave power? Is that part I, I think that the president's actions were very decisive last night, I think are very clear about what he thinks um, needs to get done. I think first and foremost, the president believes uh, that, they're, they're, that the Syrian government, the Assad regime, should at the minimum agree to uh, abide by the agreements that they made not to use chemical weapons. I think that should be a minimum standard throughout the world. Um, so I, I think that's where we start. I think a very, very clear message was sent last night, um, one that was backed up and echoed by not only our own leaders here in this country, but throughout the world. Sean, the president during the campaign warned uh, that action against the Assad regime could result or devolve into World War III. Um, he talked about the risks of drawing in Russia and Iran right. into a broader conflict. Is the president at all concerned about that happening or the fact that as U.S. planes fly over the Syrian skies that they could run into interference from either Russian or Syrian defense systems? I, I think if you've seen the response from the world community, including some of the countries that you've mentioned, I think that they understand that the U.S. Um, acted appropriately. And, and in most cases, uh, there is widespread praise from around the globe for the president's actions. But is that not something that he's concerned about anymore? Uh, I think the president, the, as I said, uh, the team last night, Secretary of Defense Mattis, Secretary of State Tillerson, the Vice President, the Chief of Staff, the National Security Advisor, who was on the phone, not just with uh, members of Congress, but with foreign uh, heads of government as well as defense ministers, uh, and, and almost universally uh, were praised for the president's decisive action. Sean, also, to, follow on that, to follow on that, Sean, also on the campaign trail, the president <coughs> expressed a desire to work with Russia to defeat ISIS, but this clearly puts a setback on that. Is, I don't, I that don't know that I agree with that. Is I that think that there can, be a, there can be a shared commitment to defeat ISIS and also agree that you can't gas your own people. I, I don't think that, that there, is a, there is a mutual level of, of, of human decency that I think we can expect out of everybody. Um, and I don't think that that goes hand in hand with, with, with also augmenting that with our national security interests. Sean, Sean, can, you Sean can you give us a sense of who, uh, what foreign ministers and defense ministers were spoken to last night? And does the president have anybody on his schedule today, world leaders, that he's going to talk to? Uh, as I said, the president's been uh, continuing in meetings with uh, President Xi, um, I, I'll see on both of those whether or not. What, also, what, one more thing. Yeah. The, the Russian Foreign Ministry statement this morning called this a clear act of aggression. It suggested that the United States had been planning this strike even before the chemical attack. Can you respond specifically? To I, I think I just gave you a very clear TikTok of, of what the President's uh, notification and how, how he derived at the action he did. Um, so uh, that, that, that pretty much speaks for itself. And I'm sorry, the, the other 
uh, just that, that this is a clear act of aggression. Yeah, I, I think this is a clear response on humanitarian pur purposes that has been widely praised from throughout the globe. Yes, sir. Hey, Shaw, are there any specific outcomes from President Xi and President Trump? Yeah, as I mentioned at the outset, we'll have a, a readout of that visit. Um, I just want to give you guys a quick update. We'll have further information throughout the day. Um, stay in touch with us. I want to get back. Obviously, our focus is uh, continuing to have a, a phenomenal, a great, I'm sorry, Politico. Um, uh, I think we're in the midst of a, of a very terrific visit, and uh, I want to make sure that we, uh, we, we conclude that. Thank you guys very much. Can I ask a question?